come out to play. Yo, 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 what's good, people? It is Turban Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, but yo, it's Turban Tuesday to us. Crypto and down, it's Asherel, Jams Jetson. How's it going, man? I know it's been an eventful day. The job, the stress, just day-to-day -day life. Hope you're doing all right. Hope everyone out there is doing all right who's watching, listening. Shout out to the Crypto Warriors. Shout out to the Crypto Rascals watching on our channel. Appreciate y'all checking in with us here. At crypto and down yo gems how's it going yo 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 shout out to all the crypto rascals out there as well as the crypto warriors over on the gentleman of crypto channel as my brother asherel stated this is turban tuesday after a glorious money making monday uh where many of us were not in the confines of our corporate spaces um enjoyed a long extended weekend, a bit stressful afternoon as a Karen decided to rear end me as I was on the way back home to uh, prepare for the show. Nevertheless, can't keep a real gangster down. We're going to do was it. Was it uh, Karen or a Karen of color? Uh, she was a Karen of color um, okay. of the Latino Hispanic uh, ethnicity. But one thing I've learned is that the Karen disease does not discriminate. They come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. Um, this is Crypto and Down. If this is your first time tuning in, um, we like to start with crypto. We'll give you the market. We'll do a little bit of analytics. We'll jump into the news and then we'll move our way further down the rabbit hole please remember to like share and subscribe follow us on twitter at crypto and down follow us on instagram at crypto and down you can follow our facebook page at crypto and down we are streaming live there now and if you want to check out our nft collection you can go to openc.io slash crypto and down if you want to follow me on twitter at jams jetson um, if you want to follow Asherel on Twitter at Crypto and Down, um, as we stated, this is Turban Tuesday. Uh, going to make sure that we put some herbal essence into the air to cleanse our space, make sure our energy is right. So whenever you're ready to to kick it off, man, let's go.
the like button. Hit the like button. Two thousand likes, three thousand likes. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. I like you like it. I know you like watching. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. But you take will smack your head. Mm. Okay, let's check out nomics.com, top cryptocurrencies by market cap, where we look at the top gainers, global market cap, global volume, and run through some of the top coins and seeing how they're performing based on the data fed to us by nomics.com, one of the great site, site uh, prices aggregators of different blockchains and cryptocurrencies. So Jams, take us away. All right, before I jump into the top gainers, do want to give a shout out to Alex G. Um, and Sergeant Crypto, Alec G said, we call them Karinas um, at Jams. Amen. Got to give them a name as well as it does not discriminate. Uh, top gainers, BitDAO up 2.34% on the day. Neutrino up 2.20% on the day. Not sure what Neutrino is. Um, that may be something for us to research one day. Um, Eunice said Leo up 1.12% in PAX dollar. Of 0.64. Anytime you see a stable coin in our top gainers of the day, that means the market is likely down and down significantly. We finally fallen below that $1 trillion global market cap number, with our global market cap being down 3%, sitting at $988 billion. Global volume um, up significantly on a Tuesday after institutional investors were sitting at home or at their beach houses. Um, in Nantucket and the Hamptons for the weekend um, is up 52% today, trading at $314 billion. Healthy volume for us here at Crypto and Down is anywhere from $225 billion to $250 billion. So to see a number of 314 lets you know that we were likely out of office for a long weekend. Bitcoin finally falling below that nine. $19,000 level, um, the lowest we've seen in about two months. Um, trading today at $18,918, down 4.44%. Uh, global market cap sitting at $362 billion. One, the reason why I bring up the global market cap of Bitcoin is let's see how the merge affects the relation, the Ethereum merge affects the relationship of the Ethereum market cap and the Bitcoin market cap. Can the excitement in the Ethereum merge ultimately lead to um, a greater percentage of Ethereum being in comparison to the Bitcoin price? We don't know yet, but that's something that I will be looking at. Uh, the Ethereum price, what is it today? $1,574 per coin, down 2.60%. Uh, we were doing a green room section last night. Um, with our brother uh, Blex, shout out to Blexi Hexy out there, um, and we were theorizing what do we view the bottom of the Ethereum price as. Um, in my mind, I see it somewhere around the three hundred to five hundred dollar range. As prior to the last bull run, that's where I spent a lot of time accumulating. So, is this the bottom? We can't necessarily say so, as there are lower targets for you to potentially um, gain additional basis points on your position. 
Tether in the number three spot, strong with a market cap of $67.5 billion. But you do need to know that that number will likely be going down due to the news that we've received from Binance and CZ that they will be changing all of their USDT and USDC into Binance USD. So the entire Binance ecosystem will no longer operate with additional stable coins such as Tether and USDC, but with the Binance USD stable coins. So will that strengthen the BUSD? Potentially might be a big move, something that definitely needs to be mentioned. Uh, number four, USDC. Uh, with a market cap of $51.67 billion. Only thing that looks like happened there is about $500 billion, excuse me, uh, $500 million uh, worth of USDC uh, may have moved. BNB trading at $265 uh, per coin. BUSD, which I just mentioned, um, did have a market cap of about $18 billion, and we see that now at about $19.75. So watch that number. You may see... Uh, BUSD flip uh, BNB in the coming months, depending on how much Tether and USDC they actually hold. Uh, XRP trading today at 32 cents, um, up one spot. Cardano down one spot, trading at 46 cents. Uh, we are still waiting on the hard fork um, on the Cardano chain. Um, shout out to Brother Christopher out there. He definitely um, is one of the bigger uh, Cardano guys out there. Uh, SP Rocket says USDT wasn't on the list. Um, I'm almost 100% positive that it was on the list, but my brother, we got you. We will see if you call me out and I'm incorrect because we do have the article here. So we'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit and give you your flowers if you are correct. Uh, Solana, trading at $31.17 per coin today, down 3.22%. Polkadot rounding out the top 10. I'm trading at $6.93. So just under the $7 mark, um, almost down 6%. If you look back over the last year, down 80%, something we did last night as well, was look back over the past year and many, many coins are down 60 to 80%, just looking back 365 days. So not everybody is in profit at this moment, even if they tell you to. This may be a period for you to continue to accumulate during this bear market as this may be a sustained bear market without certain external economic factors in our favor. Um, Asherel, I it's pretty extensive in our top 10 breakdown today, uh, but this is Tuesday. It's Turban Tuesday. Got to give the Warriors and the Rascals the most up-to-date information in the market. Um, so anything else you want to highlight or target, I see Hex there at the 17 spot, um, but I do know that you love to talk about volume, so I'm ready whenever you are. Yeah, I appreciate that. Just want to take a look here at the volume if we switch it. And usually, honestly, the top three are pretty much the same, but with the news of Binance that we'll get into later, uh, swapping out Tether for their coin. I, it's interested to see kind of where they stand in relation to the big three, as in Ethereum, Bitcoin, and USDT. So Binance holding down that fourth spot with $18.66 billion worth of volume, um, followed by USDC, who has $6.69 um, billion. Uh, so, so some interesting, I think, to compare and see how they fluctuate 
week to week as we check in with them um, with novice.com. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love that we have started to include volume. Many people say that it is a manipulated metric. However, you can still gain additional insights on manipulated metrics if you know what they typically look like as far as rankings and figures. Just like last week, we randomly saw USDC in the top three. I'm like, hey, what's going on there? Just mm -hmm. then, I saw Ethereum Classic in the top five. Hey, what's going on there? Everyone knows the Ethereum merge is happening. So obviously, some people with the uh, Ethereum Classic um, yeah. moves as well. And I think if you understand that everything's going to be manipulated in some sense, but the cool thing about the blockchain is you can kind of get a sense of who's manipulating and you can actually see the manipulation happening in real time. Um, so that's the cool thing, I think. All right, let's do another quick uh, dive. We're not done with the numbers. So let's get into this new segment and let's go some over the inflation metrics and some of the new projects that we've come across uh, recently. All right, check out uh, trueflation.com, y'all. And basically, I think we talked about this on one of our, some of our previous episodes. But basically, what Trueflation tries to do is take off-chain data, merge it with on-chain data on the blockchain by taking a bunch of different sources to track inflation in different categories, whether that's food and non-alcoholic beverages, housing, transport, utilities, health, household durables, daily use items, alcohol and tobacco. So you can definitely see the different year over year rate of inflation for each of these different categories to help give us as regular citizens an insight into what are the different industries that are seeing the biggest impact from inflation and tracking that over real time. So you can kind of compare that with what the news is saying and the official metrics from the government. But taking a look here real quick for the USA, it looks like overall, Trueflation year-over-year rate, um, they have that at 8.91% as of September 5th of September of 2022. And looking at this chart here, you can see the historical trueflation rate and see how, how it's fluctuated from here. If we look 6.81% in last October, all the way to a high of 11.8% in March. So if you go check out trueflation.com, click around here, check out, you know, say household durables and daily use items and get a sense of what that inflation rate has been over the past Professor, year. Professor, I got a question. Um, oftentimes when um, you walk us through the analytics, um, I get random questions that pop into my head. Uh, what happened in March of 2022 to affect our inflation price? and cause it to go down. Was there a world war started in Russia? Did the U.S. start spending money on... I don't know. Maybe the one way to stop inflation is to start a war, but maybe I don't know. Uh, the U.K. is interesting because that's one of our uh, top stories of the day. Whew! That chart looks ugly. Hey, that, so wow. the... 
Inflation rate year over year is 15% in the UK, whereas the United States is sitting at an 8.91. I love the discrepancy though. 2.99% all the way up to pretty much its highest point year to date. Um, I know that's one of our big stories today is the change um, of guard in the United Kingdom um, in Great Britain. Um, so thank you for um, showing the discrepancy between inflation here in the U.S. versus inflation abroad in the U.K. Yeah, man. I was just talking to my auntie in uh, London. And she was talking about, yeah, if I asked me if I had been saving up for a house and all that. And she said, yo, it's expensive over there, too. I think she's in her, she's got her one bedroom place. But looking at housing in the UK, that's 13.96%. Man, that's, 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 that's rough. I mean, let's look at utilities. So we understand what has been happening um, as far as, uh, woo, woo. I, I I had a hunch that that infl inflation rate was going to be high. Um, something told me that. Oh, that war they started where, oh, oh yeah. So now their inflation rate's up 84%. Let's look at our utility rate in the U.S., if you don't mind, um, just to draw this comparison and make sure that people understand. True. Come on now. Come on, now we comparing 14.26 to 80%. Come on now. <laughs> a great, I, mean, I ain't trying to laugh at the Brits' pain, but dang. But this is what the analytics say. So oftentimes when we think that the crypto markets are in a silo, we're in an isolated bubble, um, secure away from other markets. No, when the rest of the world is feeling pain, eventually other markets, including risk on markets such as crypto will be affected. You just saw a 83% in utility prices in the UK in a year's period of time. Don't you think somebody has to sell some of their Bitcoin and Ethereum to keep up with that price uh, hike? That has to happen. Thank you for those analytics um, to show what a bear market looks like from an inflation metric by category. Um, shout out to Trueflation and shout out to Ashra. Appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to those dudes. All right, let's uh, let's get into some stories and she uh, get the people give the people what they want. All right. We tease this a little bit, but let's let's go through this story here. Russia wants to use stable coins to get around Western sanctions. Now, <laughs> I would say, hold up here, they're already probably using stable coins to get around Western sanctions. But USDT, that seems like one that uh, there's an article from Decrypt. See if I can find that, or it may have been from somebody else, but USDT Tether is being used already. So I can only imagine this article is saying what this article is saying. So this article says, unable to access dollars or euros, the country is turning to stable coins to make payments with friendly countries, according to Russian state news agency TASS. This is from Matt DeSalvo. 
from Decrypt. Deputy Finance Minister Alexei Moiseev today said the country is exploring stablecoins to make payments with friendly countries. Um, what else here? And for those who don't know, stablecoins are a type of cryptocurrency pegged to another asset like dollars or the gold. So a lot of stablecoins are pegged to, say, for example, their feuds pegged to the U.S. dollar. So even though fiat currency is not stable and fluctuate, stablecoins, the idea behind them, if they're pegged to an asset that does not have as much volatility as crypto, that makes it stable by proxy so that's where the term stable coins come from I, I like this story i'm glad that we led with this story because just a few weeks ago we talked about how russia has ramped up their global gold reserves and here they are openly stating that hell yeah we're going to um utilize tokenized assets such as stable coins but we're not going to tell you what they're actually going to be pegged to we're going to tell you what they're not going to be pegged to which is the u.s dollar and the euro at this point will the russians create a pax gold hell reggie middleton you might be right on uh projects of how these markets will ultimately have to work for cross-border payments because i believe um veritasium was one of the first that mentioned actually pegging assets to uh, excuse me pegging tokenized assets to fixed metals such as gold so a great idea have to give you your respect there reggie because the russians seem to be exploring that idea now to get around the u.s sanctions that have obliterated their economy however holding strong due to their gold reserves but you have to watch not only what they say but what they do in july putin signed a law banning russian citizens from using digital assets to make payments so they can't actually make payments um in the digital assets themselves but they will explore releasing a stable coin for them to make uh, cross-border payments with other friendly countries so we are currently working with a number of countries to create bilateral platforms for us not to use these items. But out the other side of their mouth, they are also saying their citizens themselves cannot use cryptocurrency to make payments. Cold world. Yeah, cold, cold world. Um, this kind of leads me into something we, when it comes to the idea of stable coins, I just want to show you this because this is in the whole ecosystem of trueflation that I was talking about. And what their idea is, um, an inflation protected stable coin, the first flat coin. And this is from, uh, N-U-O-N dot five. What's interesting with all the different stable coins out there, the Tethers, the USDCs, Binance has its own stable coin, the DAI stable coin. So the idea of a flat coin, um, from what their definition is, is Nuon is a decentralized flat coin, an over collateralized stable coin pegged to the value of a basket of goods. The price adjusts daily to match inflation rates 
shielding holders against loss of value. So with the idea of tying that basket of what they're tracking inflation with, I'm guessing using trueflation, if you have a basket where you peg this currency to that fluctuate based on the actual cost of an item, the stablecoin doesn't flow naturally with the whatever the dollars are, but with inflation because it's pegged to this basket of assets that's actually giving you real world data. So that was an interesting concept. I think that they're working and testing out. So as stable coins um, begin to grow and new use cases and new stable coins come out and figuring out how to collateralize them and actually make them sustainable. This is an interesting one to me because it doesn't rely on being fiat backed. It's more basic goods backed. So um, in a sense, wherever you were, you could adjust it, say if you were in America or the UK, um, having a, this flat coin, you were able to adjust and get what you needed in the local currency to adjust for inflation. I like it. Now, I like the idea exploring it at the bottom in a bear market versus Terra Luna and that type of algorithmically based stablecoin. Damn, I had trouble saying that word. Um, algorithmically based stablecoins, um, such as Luna, absolutely, absolutely led to much of our collapse in the system over the last few months. Um, so I believe in the data aggregator trueflation. Um, I love that they're actually doing this on chain um, and that it's a verifiable source of data. Um, I just don't know how um, sure I am of being pegged to a basket of coins, excuse me, of goods that aren't like that I'm not able to select. Basically, that is allowing a middleman to become between, you know, my ability to fight inflation by potentially um, hoping that the Bitcoin price goes up. But maybe Bitcoin doesn't become a hedge of inflation until all 21 million Bitcoins have been mined. And because Bitcoin is still inflating at this point, the circulating supply is still increasing all the way until 2140. So, yeah is the idea of it being a hedge against inflation it's like bitcoin when the price of bitcoin is up that means that the dollar is weak now that the dollar is stronger relative to all the other fiat currencies around the price of bitcoin is down so it seems like a seesaw back and verse with the actual strength of the dollar so now while the dollar is strong you, I want the dollar right now versus what wanting Bitcoin, but that may not be so true. And this thing, this thing goes in cycles, as you can tell. So as the money gets shut off from the Federal Reserve right now, and they're not printing out free a lot of money, there is not the dollar is getting stronger, and I don't think there's an incentive for for people to flow into to Bitcoin right now. So um, I don't know where I was going with that point, but. I think that the, the stable coin or like the the actual idea of Bitcoin being an inflation hedge may be probably yet to be seen. And I, I agree with that prediction. Until 
Bitcoin itself, the number of Bitcoin stops inflating. It's truly not a hedge. However, I would trust it necessary right now more than a algorithmically backed stable coin based off of Terra Luna recent collapse. HBCU makers asked a question that's interesting. What are you guys' thoughts about the Terra Luna classic bearish moves? It's up almost 300% within three weeks. Never heard of it. So um, my thoughts are it's the continuation of Dogecoin's shitcoin. Um, and you can always make uh, money in a shitcoin party, but don't get left holding the bag. If it's up 300% and you didn't buy the bottom, guess what? You missed that 3x. And if you're hoping for another 3x, that is a risky play, my man, because we've already seen this is being pumped by the Wall Street bets, guys, the game, the GameStop bros. This has now become a true meme versus a viable stable coin in the market. So you no longer have the um, Voyagers and the Celsius and all of these other big institutions saying get into Terra Luna Classic. It's now the Redditors who are pumping and dumping. So if you miss that 300, I myself might be a little bit careful about jumping in as you might find yourself on the bottom of a potential dump um, as is the technology there to support it. We, we already know that answer. We, 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 we already seen what happened. So, like, like, don't ask yourself that question twice. Nothing, nothing, you know, we say it's financial advice. You know, it's just two brothers saying things publicly that we otherwise would say to each other privately, just as we did last night. But no, brother, that is not something that we would actively look into during this current market. Well, well said. Okay, you sent me this. Elon Musk says 90% of Twitter comments are bots. Binance CEO CZ agrees. So Elon Musk, I guess he's still trying to buy Twitter or get out of buying Twitter. He again criticized them for its spam accounts. And then, you know, CZ chimed in and said, yo, I got your back, Elon. I agree with you. He says that 90% of his comments are bots. Sharing a screenshot of various accounts. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here I mean, here's a tweet. It's, it's not that this is something that is unbelievable if you are out there engaged on Twitter. You're in the if, you, if you have a Twitter account, you already know that you can't even say the word MetaMask or wallet or anything crypto related basically without adding a period or misspelling intentionally because of the wallet. Elon, however, it is very, very illegal to then also state that jp morgan let me make sure i find this right correctly so so um i i, I don't want to i don't want to misspeak because they'll try to come after me for this so let me make sure i find this correctly because i'm pretty sure he also um said something very interesting about a jp morgan loan today jp morgan 
Yeah, let me find that really quickly. I should have had that already pulled up because that was a very interesting point that I saw today. Um, okay, so he said the deal cannot move forward until Twitter reveals this information. So according to uh, Tesla Rati, Elon Musk may be looking for a better Twitter deal as a 44 billion, uh, 44, uh, seems too high with 20% of users being fake or spam accounts. Dang, Elon's trying to dump that price. I see you, Elon. On July so, yeah. 12th? Yeah, go ahead. So yes, uh, Goldman and JP Morgan were subpoenaed by Elon Musk over the Twitter deal because apparently Twitter had hired JP Morgan and Elon Musk was already inquiring about joining the board before he disclosed his passive state. So when we think about like this bot and then you got CZ jumping on board to support Elon, understand that these are money games being played by some of the right biggest banks and you are just getting caught up in the fervor of a misinformation campaign. Everybody knows that Twitter is filled with spam accounts. Hell, how do you think that the success of the MAGA movement was so well? Because MAGA is an easy thing to create a bot and spam the hell out of people. Do you really think that DJT had that many followers? Probably not. But guess what? Don't matter. We already know that the Russians were utilizing Twitter to create accounts. We already know that the Ukrainians and the North Koreans are out there creating bots on Twitter. So Elon Musk is not telling us anything we didn't know. We are getting played by the JP Morgans of the world. Nobody would buy Twitter at $54.20 per share. Absolutely nobody would buy Twitter at $54.20 plus year. All I know is there are three mentions of the number 44 in this article. Oh, Twitter so is great today the Freemasons are 38.65. So the only time it was trading anywhere near this was during this announcement period. For the whole year to date, the only time it reached that high was when Elon was going to buy it. So you telling me JP Morgan did not manipulate this price when we were sitting at $43, went down to $32, and then suddenly Elon Musk shoots it up to $55, and we right back down to where we were. Come on, man. Y'all going to keep letting this man pump and dump and act like we ain't see that? Come on, man. Do us, do, do us a favor and act like JP Morgan didn't just make a big buck off that. Twitter just mad that they ain't get their bag too. A <laughs> uh, whole lot of games, whole lot of games out here. Whole lot of games being played. All right, last story, but not least story, which is kind of the first story that you brought up. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, dip into the comment section for a second. Uh, Kinez says, Luna C don't blink. Uh, one out of 1,024 says Hex going to the moon. Still got my Hex bag, still holding strong when the entire market is down. What can you expect your coin to do? Likely be down as well. Um, I don't believe that Hex sits in a vacuum. I don't believe that there aren't other economic factors that do 
correlate to price in the crypto markets. So still a hexagon. Um, if you want to find me driving down the road, license plates say hexagon. So I, I'm not changing teams. I don't do that. Uh, Jay, everything says you can trust him this time. Pinocchio. Um, I'm pretty sure Disney Plus has a Pinocchio series coming out. I'll watch that with the kids. Jay, everything. We'll make sure to post a picture with you, Mark, my guy. Uh, HBCU Maker says check out the burn protocol. Very interesting concept. Definitely will do. Um, and then one out of 1024 says CZ bots rule. Um, and then Pehan says, guys, to the... 14,700. I'm not sure what that means, but hey, anyway, let's keep it running. I don't know. That may be some code. I'll check. I'll check on that later. Not sure. Not sure what that means. But... You might be talking about Bitcoin to 14,700. That's maybe like I, I see Bitcoin potentially going to 14,700. That's definitely in play. I mean, we were looking deep into the Bitcoin uh, price last night, and yes. you have to remember before the uh, most recent bull run up, Bitcoin was trading between three and seven thousand. So, even if we fell below that fourteen thousand, cut that in half, and you see a seven thousand dollar Bitcoin, woo wee! Hey, remember El Salvador? They bought way higher than that. Remember Michael Seller? Bought way higher than that. Remember Elon Musk? Bought way hotter than that. Higher than that. So if they are the smartest guys in the room, remember retail investors can be just as in. Uh, educated if they understand where the price action began and is going to cyclically potentially move back again. We were talking about the difference between a 90 and a 95% drop in price. It's huge. So actually think about the bottom and where it could be and save a little extra dirt on the side to just know if there's a 7,000 Bitcoin out there one day, you want that one. Even if it's only yeah. down, Got to have that limit order set. Well, I think I said 5,000. Yeah. That's what I'm... So let's go with that. 5,000 Bitcoin in 2023. By this time next year, get ready, y'all, to scoop up that five $5,000 Bitcoin. Hey, hey uh, South, uh, one out of 1,024 says Celsius got me fenced. Um, yeah, man, like... I, once I realized that I could earn yield from DeFi protocols while while holding the keys to my cryptocurrency and not having to turn over that to a middleman such as Alex Mashinsky, then I wasn't going to do it any further. Um, I know that that does come with certain risks and certain um, probabilities of what potentially could happen as far as regulation. Nevertheless, I still believe in the principles of cryptocurrency and holding your keys is just as important as uh, just as important now as it was then. So don't like allow the newest thing on the block, whether that be Nexo, Vol, Celsius, uh, BlockFi, Voyager to draw all of your attention, research the project, understand what are the risks, do they have admin keys, uh, do the research on the team and understand, is that something that I'm willing to assume and lose uh, money on in the long run? So uh, 
sorry that you did get hit by the Celsius, but also uh, just understand you aren't the only one. Um, they, if they're not saying that they didn't get hit in other projects, they're not telling you the truth. That's why it's always shout, shout out to Bitcoin Zay and King Bless. Um, they're very transparent about, you know, hey, everybody have to take an L at some point. Um, that's called paying uh, tuition, paying your tithes, uh, making sure that you come back to church and didn't give all your money away and pass the riding around in the Rose Bowl. So uh, one out of 1024 says, Chico says, Elon is Satoshi says, Bitcoin be on Mars. I don't know nothing about that, man, but I'm sure we got a couple other stories out there to keep them rolling. So we'll keep moving. Yeah, this is actually the last story we got. Binance pulling support of USDC, converting several stable coins to BUSD. And if I remember correctly, Binance was showing up uh, number four in volume on nomics.com. But yeah, consolidation move here by Binance. Yep. Um, they're also the largest cryptocurrency exchange by volume. So, Absolutely. So, uh, and let's see who was correct. My guy said that USDT. Oh yeah, right. Shout out to Sprocket. He said um, USDT was not on the list, and he is correct. TUSD USDT is not on the list, so we have to give public uh, congratulations to um, on. He was right. Hey, and my brother, if you will message us on Twitter, we will send you an NFT for being right and calling us out publicly. So um, find us on Twitter at Crypto and Down. Drop us a random wallet uh, on the Ethereum network, and we will send you a NFT from our collection. Nice. Yeah, I I totally forgotten about that. So glad we got to that article. Yeah. So, so you no know, tethering going nowhere essentially. They're like, yo. Well, I think this is a great move by Binance. I mean, we've seen CZ over the last few months change his tune and move away from being a rogue actor and wanting to um, stick with the ethos of cryptocurrency and do things in a decentralized manner, not have a corporate office or a central location, but actually try and do things remotely or at, at least appear however with 28 million users um and busd with a market cap of 19 billion dollars it has become a force in the stablecoin space and we saw the article from russia earlier saying hey we got to use stablecoins to get around these sanctions and we took a bet earlier in the year, if you remember, Asherel, on where did we believe finance would ultimately set up their headquarters shop. Do you remember your prediction? Yeah. We said goodbye. We, we, we said we say going to the Middle East. So this move is an interesting move because they are basically deciding that USDC, who we have publicly stated, is we think the u.s government will choose as the winner in the stablecoin war but it doesn't surprise me to see binance move into their own ecosystem so now all of their spot trading will be now settled in the um 
be USD, but they will mm -hmm. also have USDT. Shout out to Sprocket. So um, you, uh, USDT Tether is still the big stable coin um, in the ecosystem. However, let's see how long that lasts. What we like to look at is the market cap of stable coins. We'll pay attention to that. Um, but removal of support for USDC, USDP, and TUSD, including spot trading, futures, and margin lending. So big news from CZ um, letting us know that, hey, man, I am going to set up a headquarters somewhere in the world. And I do believe that um, our stable coin is better than theirs. Let's see what happens. This will enhance liquidity and capital efficiency. But as more power moves into one set of hands, then that does mean there is one less or three or four less attack vectors. And then they can actually deploy all means onto you. So can't predict the future. We'll see what happens. Uh, one out of 1024 says CZ dissing USDC, making Sam do the cha-cha. Those are the facts. Um, HBC Mecca says the Moonbeam price is looking pretty good. Cut the check during the next bull run. Definitely going to be cutting lots of checks during the next bull run. Um, and then Jay Everything says best time to get Hex. Hex sitting around four cents, man. And I'd love to see a one penny or two penny Hex again. Um, remember, set your limit orders. Um, there, we were looking at liquidity last night um, in the Hex ecosystem and right at about $30 uh, million dollars of liquidity um, across version one, two, and three in the various hex pairs. So um, yes, you can sell um, a large percentage of your hex if you were trying to become a millionaire. Um, and if you did think about acquiring at a bottom, we can't call the bottom or tell you when to buy. That is not our job. We just tell you what the prices are when you could potentially buy. Um, this is the crypto portion of the section uh, of the show man but you want to take a break and then go down a little bit yeah let's do it Bet. looking at the new UK Prime Minister after old Boris left checking out they have high inflation 86% inflation in utilities over the past year what do you think Liz Truss MP for South West Norfolk and Secretary of State for Foreign Commonwealth and Development Affairs can do to help save the Queen well, I read this article from The Spectator. As for her policies, where do you start? So many, so unthought through, so flimsily held that you can huff and puff and you can blow them right down. Elsewhere on these pages, there are damning analysis of her energy policy that you can add to her silly ideas about education, bringing back grammars and getting obligatory Oxford Bridge interviews or start a pupils. And there was that downright terrifying interview where she was asked how ready she was to use the nuclear deterrent. 
very. It's embarrassing. It's acutely painful. And this is only the start. I leave it to the conservatives to enjoy what they foisted on the nation. Me, I'm off to join CND. That was from a liberal in the UK. Um, and what we have to say here at Crypto and Down about this trust is she reminds me of a opportunity, a person who one day she says through her teenage years, she was a social Democrat. You know, she understood that liberalism was like child's play as she grew up. And now she joined the conservative party and she will be able to carry on the Brexit. She was used to be against Brexit. Now she's for the Brexit. Um, she used to be uh, against, uh, well, she used to be pro-rights in Northern Ireland. Now um, she uh, says she going, hell no. Uh, they, that is not a separate country. Um, Scotland is now, you know, kind of afraid, you know, because they are a part of the European Union um, of what's going to happen to them. So this is somebody you can think of as a, Hillary Clinton finally made it, man. And she became the prime minister in the UK. But just imagine if Hillary Clinton was on the conservative party and that's how she ultimately became president. Now, that's our opinion. Dang. Okay. I don't know anything about the slave, but. In America, we call them flip-floppers, man. You know, it's like, hey, one day, you know, you was with us, the next day you over there with them. It's all good. Do what you do to get to get to where you need to be. This is politics. This is nothing else but politics. So, uh-oh, look what's trending. PostCon 2022. Shout out to the hexagons out there. Um, looks like PostCon is trending. Look like they out in Vegas having a good time. So uh, one out of 1,024 says when Pulse, uh, probably when the Hexagons get out of Vegas uh, from having a good party weekend. I know they had mansion parties. Um, I know they had a golf tournament. Um, and this wasn't even the big event that was originally planned. Uh, so shout out to uh, Funding Jim. I think I saw pictures of him. Shout out to Bobby uh, H. Uh, shout out to Dollar Cost Crypto. Uh, shout out to Corey. Um, shit, it was a lot of people out there in Vegas doing their thing. Um, so definitely want to shout out the Pulse Conference. If you thought that like the Hexagons were going anywhere, uh, absolutely not. Still trending and also still throwing conferences and continuing to market and believe during the bear market. I don't see many other communities throwing conferences in Vegas in the middle of the um, bear market. Shit. Yeah, man. Shout out to the shout, shout, shout out to all the people who, who uh, made it out there, made it out to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. One day I'll make it out there. Meet hey, up with the folks. Hey, Vegas is is meant to um, strip you of all your money. So unless you're willing to get rid of your money, just understand that Vegas is going to part you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, he's talking spicy in the chat. He said. One in ten twenty four. We say, bro, you can't be saying that. Say, oh, oh, yeah, the A word. We can't even say. You can't say the A word, bro. You can't be saying that out here, man. Say the A. You can't make it hot, bro. You can't make it hot like that. You're making it too hot. Hold on. One out of uh, one thousand. <laughs> if you go look at the thumbnail on our channel right now, 
you get to see exactly what you are saying in a visual format. Just go check it out, my brother. It's, it's definitely, it'll definitely make the point that you're that you're making right now. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's continue. But you appreciate all the comments in the chat. Um, Indian billionaire closes in on Bezos with a thousand percent stock. Yeah, let's see my man. Let's see what he's doing over there in India. Who's this? Who's this? Who we got over here? Uh, what's this gentleman's name? Good, uh, Gautam Adani? Yeah, Adani. He and the Adani family. All right. This yeah. ascent about my measure has been nothing short of remarkable. During a year which many fortunes around the world have crumbled, his net worth has nearly doubled, increasing 64.8 billion to 141.4. Four billion, making him the third richest person on the planet that we know about, according to Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Commodity trader, commodity trader. So when the world um, is going to shit, you want to make sure you own commodities. Uh, shout out to my boy. Yo, I want to hang out with this dude. Like, yo, he's how do I hang out with the Adonis? Hey, port management, electrical power, mining, renewable energy, airport operations, oil and gas food processing and infrastructure so when the world goes to shit that's what you want to make sure you own because you will be up a thousand percent i thought that was the guy that owned the uh building in mumbai um but i don't think that may be the same um because they, they have like a tower and yeah it might be it might be them let me see No, we got baseball going, sports. What's going on? The entertainment, the Venice Film Festival. Yeah, baseball was kind of you know we Harry the last games of the season. Albert Pujols about to um, hit 700 home runs. Um, Aaron Judge still looks like incredible uh, when it comes mm -hmm. to hitting fucking home runs. Shohei Otani is crushing it. Uh, first weekend of college football was this weekend. A lot of big games. Uh, shout out to the Georgia Bulldogs. They look good against Oregon. Uh, shout out to Texas for pulling out the game. A uh, lot, lot of good games. Shout out to my team, Florida State, for pulling it out too. A hell of a game um, for and holding on against uh, LSU. So a good weekend in sports. Even saw some boxing matches. Uh, Andy Ruiz uh, with the uh, decision over Luis Ortiz. So any boxing fans out there, shout out um, to the boxing fans. And then we got UFC this week, man. So uh, who you taking? I mean, I'm not going to buy it because I think Cosmo is going to run through Nate. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, he'll, put, he'll put up a good fight, but, but I, I don't want to see. I'll watch the highlights. Hey, that's a guaranteed bootleg. Unless uh, with, with college football back on too. Oh, yeah, I'm bootlegging that joint. So uh, if anybody got the bootleg out there, uh, holla at your boy and oh uh um uh, what's his name dana white don't be uh copyrighting our channel no more man uh, we already didn't got one struck down uh for episode so that's why we can't show no more ufc highlights because dana white be tripping and uh he'll come through quick with that strike on your ass so i guess it depends who you are because i'll be seeing people be showing entire fights so i'm like how, yeah. how, how you still up Bro, bro, I don't know how that works. We already but I just we just talk about it and they take it and they copyright us. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
hey hey man that's that's not for not for us to know um a great episode today Shit, we even kept it under an hour uh we touched on a lot of different pieces of information in a lot of different spaces shout out to everybody in the comment section we appreciate uh the uh engagement that we uh received one out of 1024 hell yeah it was some fire tonight um we always going straight shooting uh we'll we'll definitely um be back on our channel tomorrow or thursday knock out a couple more episodes this week and then be back on the gentleman of crypto for another uh turban tuesday uh shout out to uh king bless and bitcoin zay for continuing to have us um shit, we got a lot of stuff working in a lot of different directions where we're trying to continue to make sure that you get the news when you can use it from all different spaces even if you're not a hexagon or a believer in the pulse chain or you don't believe in binance or you don't live in the uk this is information that you can ultimately apply in another data point that you can use so shout out to you asherelle for continuing um to press the importance of understanding how volume can teach and as well as trueflation as an additional resource in analytics so thank you for everything you do on the research side production side show wouldn't go without you but hey man it's been a good one yes sir appreciate it man and you you the talent